Hey everyone, it's your host Julia with another mini-sode of the Ethical Consumer Podcast. This one is a little bit of a follow-up to last week's mini-sode, detailing a little bit more on how you can help reduce plastic waste surrounding water. So last Thursday on the Minnesota, I highlighted a couple super easy swaps to help reduce single-use plastic usage, one of which was using a reusable water bottle. However, I know that some people are extremely picky about the quality and the taste of their water. It's estimated that around 1.5 billion water bottles, plastic water bottles, are used every day in the world. And that is a huge number. And thankfully, there are a whole lot of people on board with recycling. So these plastic water bottles do hopefully get repurposed, get a second life. However, there are still a whole lot that end up in our landfill, in our waterways, and in our forests. I'm sure we've all been on a trail run or on a walk, looked over to the side of the road, looking at all of the beautiful trees. Maybe you see a deer, maybe you see a chipmunk. And then you see a plastic water bottle. Or nowadays you see a discarded single-use mask. And it just kind of interrupts the beautiful landscape that you're trying to enjoy. Not only to disrupting the enjoyment of whatever environment you may be in, it's also terrible for the environment, especially plastic. Plastic does start to decompose and degrade after a certain amount of years. However, it never completely goes away. We're left with these microplastic particles that then pollute our waterways, creating unhealthy environments for fish and other marine life and just generally polluting the quality of our water sources, the water that we are drinking, cooking with, and bathing in every day. So again, maybe you're one of those people that says, I know, I know I should use a a reusable water bottle or I know I need to ditch this plastic bottle habit, but I'm so used to the taste. I prefer the taste. I prefer knowing that there's no nasty things in my water. Well, I do have a few alternatives for you today. Some of them are extremely simple and extremely affordable. Some of them are going to be a little bit more high-end. Now, when you do hear or see the price tag for some of these filtration systems, I know it can be extremely shocking. However, I do want you to think about the plastic water bottles that you are currently purchasing. Maybe you're purchasing them one by one at a gas station. Maybe you're purchasing them by the pack at your local bulk store, or perhaps you do a little bit of both. If you add up the cost of all of those single-use bottles that you use in about a year, I just want you to estimate what it might equate to. And though I do understand the privilege that it takes to be able to afford one of these higher end filtration systems, I do hope to highlight some more affordable ones today. However, though it seems like a huge initial investment, whether it's going to be a couple hundred dollars for an in-home or under sink system, or even if 30 or 40 bucks sounds really expensive to you with your current situation, I do not want there to be shame around this at all. I just want us to consider How much money are you spending weekly, monthly, and yearly compared to if you could buy one filtration system or if you could purchase one pitcher, one pod, or one bottle? How much could that save the environment? And in the end, it could end up saving you money. So the simplest option that most people are already familiar with is going to be the at-home filtration pitcher. You can get these from brands such as Soma, Brita, and Hydros. 
Now, each of these companies is going to have some slight differences as far as filter type, the longevity of the filter, the size and shape of the actual pitcher, and flow rate, which I found the Brita to be fairly slow. I do have one, I've had one for a while, and you really have to leave it on your kitchen counter for a few minutes to allow the water to move from the initial vessel, the initial reservoir, down through the filter component and into the actual pitcher body. The Hydros, as I understand, is supposed to go exponentially faster than the Brita. So you're able to fill the pitcher quickly, put it back in the fridge, or use it right away if that's your desire, and you don't have to wait. This is going to be most convenient for folks that enjoy having chilled water ready to go at any moment. However, if you will be taking it with you in a reusable bottle, you do want to make sure that the bottle spout is large enough to be able to pour from the pitcher into the bottle. Now, a workaround for that if you're really not up for waiting and transferring into multiple vessels is to get a water bottle from a similar company, both Brita, Soma and Hydros, I believe all three have bottle variations where you can put the water straight into the water bottle, screw on a filtration cap, and then be on your merry way. The only downside is a lot of these bottles are still made of plastic. So once again, thinking about the end life of the product that you're using is going to be crucial. If you love the idea of being able to filter in your bottle, I have another alternative for you. The Go Pure Pod is a small recyclable plastic filter. Looks kind of like a pill. And you put it into whatever receptacle you would like to use. You can put it into your water bottle as you leave the house. You can leave it in your water bottle as you refill your water at the gym. You can even put it into a pitcher that you already have, or if you're just hanging out at home, into the glass of water you're about to drink out of. The Go Pure Pod lasts around six months, and once you're done with it, it is fully recyclable. So those are a few more affordable and easy to find options. Something for your fridge, something for your on-the-go water bottle, or both together, a filter in the water bottle. Many people are familiar with the office water cooler. <laughs> around here we have Culligan or Primo. And these are typically five gallon plastic or glass containers that flip over or invert onto a base that you can then choose if you would like cold water, if you would like hot water, if you would like room temperature water. You can fill up a bottle, you can fill up a coffee cup or whatever you need to use. This is going to have a larger volume of water and requires less effort on your part less frequently. So about five gallons worth goes into these bottles. You can usually refill them at certain stores such as Fairway, Hy-Vee, even Walmart and Home Depot. Or many stores also have exchange programs so that you can bring in your empty five gallon jug and walk out with a fresh five gallon jug. Different companies have different methods and depending on where you live, you may need to do a little research to find out where your nearest refill or exchange location is. Another similar but even less waste option would be to get a countertop type filtration system such as the Berkey or the Alexa Pure. These ones operate under the same type of principle as the filterable water pitchers. However, most of them are made of metal 
not plastic, and depending on the type you get, some of them are going to be more absorption style filters or sift through style filters. Again, the Berkey and the Alexa Pure are going to have a higher price tag as will their filters. However, the filters do tend to last longer, filter out more impurities, and leave you with cleaner, better tasting water. Sustainability aside, plastic doesn't always leave the best taste in your water. Anyone who knows if they've left a bottle of water sitting around on the counter a little too long doesn't taste as fresh as it did when you first opened it. There's a certain amount of leaching that starts to happen, even in the non-leach or harder plastic type of filters. Having a metal filter leaves less of a chance that there's going to be a stale taste to their water as the metal is less likely to leach than plastic is. Now maybe you like this idea of a countertop type of water system, or maybe you like the water cooler approach. You're willing to spend the money to get it set up. However, there's this space requirement for things like that. Sometimes people don't have the counter space, you don't have the floor space or the wall space to be able to incorporate one of these larger systems. There are also in-home systems that you can install or have installed by someone else called reverse osmosis water systems. Some of these filtration systems are going to be small countertop models, smaller than the Berkey or the Alexa Pure, or some have under sink models, which are typically installed kind of like you would a garbage disposal, out of sight, out of mind. You just have to remember to change the filters. Or some models can be installed into the basement, closer to the water line, so it's filtered up through your usual piping and comes out either the regular sink if you have a whole house system, which is most definitely going to be more expensive, or the more common way, an additional faucet that's going to be set up within your sink. So we've been through a couple different models, a couple different systems that you could use to get cleaner, more pure water at home, on the go, in the office, wherever you are, but taste. Taste is still something that I know is important to people. It's important to me as well. I do not like that a lot of minerals are removed during the filtration process, so I like to add them back in. I use a simple trace minerals bottle, and I've seen this brand everywhere from your bigger grocery stores to your smaller grocery stores, trace minerals, concentrated mineral drops. There are a couple different brands, that just happens to be the one that I personally use, to add back minerals and to add back that mineral flavor that most people crave once they're used to it. This will help remineralize the water, making it better for you, saving money, and of course saving plastic as compared to buying mineral water by the bottle. The final tip, the final struggle. What do you do when you want carbonation? And I love carbonation. I do love LaCroix, I will admit. But there's something about all of those cans and all of those cardboard boxes lying around after I've consumed my LaCroix that left a little something to be desired. And for me, I noticed it wasn't necessarily the flavor, but it was the refreshing bubbly aspect. Another product that's gained a lot of popularity in the past few years is the SodaStream. And now it seems like there's a whole lot of CO2 carbonators out there. Some have different exchange programs for their carbonators. Some you can find in your local grocery store, some you have to order, some have an exchange program. So if it's the carbonation that you're missing, you may want to look into that. Whatever decision you make regarding your water, give it a shot, give it a try. 
Everyone can agree that different brands of bottled water taste a little bit different depending on their mineral content, depending on how long they've been sitting in the water bottle or sitting in the gas station or the vending machine. And it may just be a matter of trying out different methods, different minerals, different flavors, adding lemon juice, adding grapefruit juice or lime, or getting a specific syrup that you can add to make it more desirable. There are infinite combinations to play with when you're creating your own water beverage. That sounds like such a silly thing to say. But when you care about the quality, when you care about the taste, you deserve to customize it as much as you'd like. I hope you found these tips helpful. I hope maybe you have a little more inspiration to go out and switch up the way you are getting your water, the way you're flavoring it. Maybe you're remineralizing it and maybe you're carbonating it. Good luck to you. Go experiment and let me know what you find. Thanks, guys. We'll be back next week with another regular length episode and another mini-sode on Thursday.